This is a story from the land of Nod. Hi, my name is Annie and I create everything that you see and hear here at Land of Nod. If you would like to support the work that I do, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash land of Nod learning. Thank you. How could Colin got his name? Long, long ago in the north of Ireland, in a place called Ulster, there lived a king named Conor Macnassa. His warriors were known as the Red Branch Knights and they were the strongest and bravest warriors in the land. They could run faster than anyone, they could jump higher than anyone and they fought more courageously and fiercely than any other warriors in the world. Now this king had a nephew and his name was Satanta. Satanta grew up hearing all the tales about the greatness of the Red Knights and how they struck fear into the heart of all they met in battle. Satanta wanted nothing more in the world than to become a brave and strong knight when he grew up. Satanta was still a young boy when he went to his mother one day and said, Mother, I am tall and strong. I have been practicing my battle skills and training every day. I want to go to Ulster to join the Red Branch Knights. Satanta's mother did not know whether to cry or to laugh. He was only nine years old. Oh, my lovely, lovely boy, she said. I cannot let you go. You are still just too small and too young to join the Knights. Besides, I wouldn't miss you too much. What would I do without you? Run along now and play with your hurley and schlitter. Satanta was sad that he could not go, but he tried to distract himself by shaping hurley sticks from the branches of ash trees that grew near his house. He had some skill at this, and also he had great skill as a hurler. He could hit the ball harder and faster than any other boy in the village, and his team would therefore always win the game. He was also fast as the wind and could outrun any of his friends, of which he had many. He also had a great interest in nature, and could tell the call and whistle of every bird, and knew each by their colour and by the way they flew. A year quickly passed, and again Satanta grew restless. He felt he had learned everything he could from studying his surroundings at home, and he wanted to see more of the world. This time, he went to his father. Father, I am now ten years old, he declared. I am even faster and stronger than I was last year, and I have been practicing my battle skills every day. I want to go to Ulster to join the Red Branch Knights. His father was shocked and surprised, but admired his son's bravery. Oh, no, 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 my son, he said. It is a noble thing you seek to do, but you are still much too young to become a knight. You must wait until you are older. Run along now and play with your Hurley and Schlitter. For a while, Satanta tried to content himself once again. He played with his friends, but it was becoming a little boring now, as he could outplay and outrun everyone from every village nearby. He was a hard-working son, however and he milked the cows and tended the sheep and kept them safe from wolves. 
Sometimes he would even sleep right there in the fields with them to keep them safe at night. He listened to wise old tales by firelight and dreamed of the day when he might become a part of a fantastic story himself. One day, Satanta was milking a cow in the garden when a stranger came to the gate. He looked fierce and tall and wore the colours of the king's court. I have come from the north, he said. From the court of Conor MacNessa, I seek shelter for the night. Satanta was delighted. This was the most exciting thing that had ever happened. Of course, he exclaimed, without even asking his mother and father. Welcome and welcome a thousand times over. Come in and eat and drink and tell us of your travels. The stranger thanked them humbly and in he went to the nice warm house. Well, of course, the word spread quickly that a knight from the north had come to the village and soon Satanta's house was packed to the rafters with neighbours and friends wanting to get a glimpse of this brave warrior and to hear of his worldly travels. The knight spoke all night long of the glory and victories of the Red Branch Knights. He said that Conor MacNassa was a fine, fierce but fair warrior and looked after all of his knights as if they were his own family. He recited poems and songs telling of battles long ago and of the history of the king's family and their love of Ireland and all its customs and traditions. Satanta sat in the corner, absolutely transfixed with a tear in his eye. Surely this was a sign that his destiny was coming even closer. Finally, as the neighbours began to leave and his mother fixed the bedding and shooed the chickens out for the night, Satanta approached the knight and said, I am Satanta and I am nephew of Conor McNassa. I must go with you to Ulster to join the Red Branch Knights. Please take me with you when you return. The poor knight burst out laughing, but he was also impressed by the bravery of this young boy. Oh, young man, he said, smiling. You are much too young to join us now in the knights, but come back and ask me in ten years' time. Now away with you, young lad. It's well past your bedtime and past mine. Satanta went to his bed, but he could not stop thinking about all he had heard that day. He understood why everybody thought he was too young, but he felt something was calling him and he knew that he could not rest any longer at home here in the village with his mother and father. A great voice was calling him northwards to Ulster. That night, as everyone else slept soundly, Satanta crept from his bed and gathered up his few precious belongings, a few clean shirts, some food and water and his prized possessions his favourite hurley and ball. He set off just as the sun was creeping over the mountains and he headed northwards. He wasn't really sure how to get there, but he found his way by asking people he met on the road and he slept at night by the warmth of small fires that he built. He hunted for rabbits and ate blackberries from bushes growing by the roadside. At last, after several days, he reached Conor MacNass's fort it was evening time as he trudged up the lawn in front of the fort and he saw that some bigger boys were playing a game of hurling. Suddenly, the ball came flying towards him and landed at his feet. Not really thinking much of it, 
Zidane picked up the ball and ran with it towards the goal. The other boys let up a roar, trying to charge him and tackle him to the ground. But Zidane was too fast for them. And then, bang, he hit the ball flying between the posts and scored a goal. He turned around smiling, but was met by the sour faces of the bigger boys. They hadn't liked him interrupting their game, and now they were running straight for him. A great fight broke out, and it was poor Satanta against the rest of them. He bravely tried to defend himself, and just as he started to panic, he heard a great voice booming out. Stop! Who is this child, and why do you attack him so? It was the king, Connor Magnassa. I am Satanta, your nephew, he replied, and I have travelled here to join the Red Branch Knights, if you will do me the honour of accepting me. Well, 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 the king said, chuckling. You are only yet a little man, but if you fight as bravely as that, someday you'll be the leader of my army. Satanta beamed with pride and joy as his uncle welcomed him to court. The next day, the king sent a message to Satanta's mother and father, assuring them that their son had arrived safely and was being well looked after. If they wished him to stay, he would have the best education. He would learn how to fight, how to hunt for a large game, how to speak other languages, and he would get to travel to foreign lands. Satanta's parents agreed, and so Satanta settled into his new life. One evening, Satanta was out on the lawn, hurling with his new friends. He called to Satanta. Tonight, Colin the blacksmith has prepared a great feast. There will be music and poetry and singing. Would you like to come, young lad? Now, Satanta had heard a lot about the great Colin. He was a good friend of the king's. He was a master blacksmith and he could make anything the king desired. He was also a giant of a man and he threw the most wonderful feasts imaginable. Of course, I would love to come, said Satanta. But I am in the middle of this game and it wouldn't be fair to leave just yet. Can I follow you before it gets dark? Yes, of course you can, young lad, said the king. But don't leave it too late and they waved goodbye to each other. The game was long and furious, and some of the bigger boys gave Satanta a run for his money, but he finally scored the winning point and was smiling and congratulating his teammates when he noticed how late it had gotten. The sun was going down and the birds perched in the trees getting ready for the night. Oh no, he thought to himself, I am so late, I really must hurry. Satanta set off through the woods, He knew Cullen's house lay on the other side of it and was sure he could find a shortcut. The trees were so tall that they blocked out any of the last light of the day. Bats and owls darted past overhead and the whole place gave him a creepy feeling. Wolves howled in the distance and it began to rain. Satanta tried to keep himself from being afraid by whistling a cheerful tune and bouncing the schlitter off his hurley. But he did not like this eerie place. Not one bit. Back at Cullen's feast, everyone was having a tremendous time. They drank mead and ate roasted boar and sang songs of days gone by. The king laughed so much he could not remember ever having so much fun. 
and the later it got, the more he forgot about Satanta and his promise to join the feast later. The rain was now pouring outside, and the wind howling as the first flash of lightning illuminated Cullen's hall. It is a terrible night, he said to his guests. I will pull in my sentries, or they will be soaked through and freezing before dawn. I will set my guard dog to protect the gates instead. He is a savage beast, and mark my words, no enemy will get past him. But Conor McNassa had not heard what Cullen had said, for he had dozed off in the corner of the room and was now snoring loudly. Only nobody could hear him over the thunder outside. Meanwhile, out in the woods, Satanta was beginning to lose hope of ever finding his way out. He was tired, hungry, soaked through from the rain and shivering from cold when he finally glanced up and saw the glimmering lights of Colin's house in the distance. Oh, thank the stars, said Satanta, as he quickened his pace and trotted toward the gates. When he reached them, he nimbly jumped up and over them and kept going. He was dying to get inside and finally dry off. Suddenly, he heard a low, rumbling, vicious snarl in the darkness. He stood still. The snarl came again and he could just make out two glowing eyes in the distance. Fear made Satanta's hair stand on end, but his nimble mind worked quickly. The hound, Colin's famous hound, he thought. Half dog, half wolf. And he knew he could not get past this beast alive. Satanta's hand gripped his hurley, the other held his ball, and he knew he had only one chance of getting out of this mortal peril. He took one deep breath. The hound lunged towards him. Quick as a flash, Satanta threw up the ball in the air, pivoted and aimed. His hurley flew through the air and smash! He belted the ball as hard as he could towards the fierce creature, its mouth now fully open, its white teeth gleaming in the moonlight. Then, a second of silence before the great creature stopped in mid-air, and crash, he came hurtling down to the ground. It lay there, still now as a silent storm. Satanta had shot the ball right into the back of the creature's throat and killed it instantly. He stood there blinking in disbelief as people poured out of the hall to see what all the commotion was about. My hound! shouted Cullen. Who has done this? King Connor came running out and over to Satanta, suddenly realising what had happened and in great relief that Satanta was unharmed. Do not blame the boy, the king said. It was my fault. He was not to know the hound was loose. I shall get you another great hound, Colin, even fiercer than this one. No, Satanta stepped forward. I am very sorry that I had to kill your dog, he said earnestly. But please, do not seek another one. Let me take his place instead. Let me guard your house and family and let me be the fiercest and bravest protector you've ever had. I will guard you with my life to honour what has happened here this night. Cullen was astounded by the boy's offer and graciously accepted. And that is how Satanta came to bear the name Cú Cú 
meaning hound, and colon, meaning of colon. Cucolan, the hound of colon. And Cucolan went on to become the best and most famous ever warrior of the Red Branch Knights. The end. <laughs>